Hello and welcome once again to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and once again, I'm pleased and I'm honored to be your host and your commentator for another of our commentary shows, one of the shows that we have up online. No, they're not really on air anywhere. I mean, depending on what you call satellite bouncing and how much of that might uh, pass through air, but it's not really on air. It's digital, and it's at www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com. Uh, I want to thank our listeners. Uh, we had up a, uh, a recent Noble Hearts Forum show. Uh, on social insurance, it, that, that one was uh, our, our panel, a panel included the guy who was the current CEO of an organization called the National Academy of Social Insurance, uh, by a guy named Bill Arnone, a friend of mine for decades. And uh, Bill really, and, and our other panelists really, got into the nuts and bolts of what is at stake in maintaining the health of social insurance and what are the things that are militating against that health being maintained. It was a great show. It's going to be the next one below this one when, if, if, if you're going through uh, our podcast uh, listing. That's the, uh, that's the first, that's the first uh, link on the website, at the home page of the website. This will be the second show up. The one you're listening to right now will be the first, but it'll be there for a while. And I really suggest you give it a listen. It's, a, it's an excellent, excellent primer, especially if you are not uh, well-versed in the many um, weirdnesses that go about Social Security and Medicare and, and uh, a few of the other programs that are part of what is referred to as the social safety net in America. Give it, give it a listen when you have a chance. But th this, this show, uh, taking a, a different tact today, I, I, um, I awoke this morning, some time ago now, but I awoke this morning uh, and I, as I want to do, flicked on the, uh, the morning news, the local morning news, just to see what's going on locally. Invariably, that leads to the national, that leads to the political stuff, and, you know, and all the stuff that I will sort of try to take a deep breath and inhale before getting on mic and saying hello to you guys. But one of the, show, one of the, uh, one of the stories that showed up was one I did not really expect. Uh, a Nassau County legislator, I, I, I have to go back and check exactly who this was, but the, I, I guess it was the county executive. That's the, that would be the person who could sign an order like this. I, and, I, and again, this might have just been, it might not have been the county executive. It might have been a local town. It might have been, I don't know who, who signed this order. But it was in Long Island, New York. There are two counties, Nassau and Suffolk. I believe whoever it was was in Nassau. And I became so uh, focused on the story that I forgot the exact individual. But there's, there's two parts to it. The first is this order is the first of its kind in the country. And that'll be kind of surprising 
uh, in when you realize that this is within New York and you understand what we're talking about. Maybe less surprising when you realize it's right in the home territory of former Congressman uh, Santos and right where uh, uh, the Democratic opponent uh, 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 just won the seat, where the seat was won by a Democrat, lost by a Republican, lost. It was, he, he was kicked out of Congress. And Tom Suozzi defeated uh, his, uh, his Republican opponent, who basically sounded anyway uh, like she was just mouthing uh, Trumpian tropes and positions and stuff like that, uh, and couldn't quite uh, rise to the task of, uh, of defeating someone who wasn't quite as uh, ideologically uh, crippled. With uh, Swazi's election, I think that takes the Republican majority down to three members in the House, but meanwhile, uh, they are at well, in, in, the middle, in the midst of a well-publicized pub, civil war among their own caucus. caucus it's, it's being co-opted, has been co-opted for some time now by the extreme elements within the party. There are those who quietly talk about how frustrated and angry they are about that extremist takeover, but publicly do nothing because they stick together and make the worst possible decisions that they can, most of them basically to their own uh, electoral uh, problem, uh, to, 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 you know, to their own, in their own disinterest. Uh, and, and, and this is, you know, much of what was going on with this, uh, what was her name, Matt, uh, Millie, or I, I can't think of the woman's name who was running against Swazi, but basically she was simply mouthing extreme positions, took the total uh, anti-abortion position, which something like 70% of the country has rejected, including a substantial majority within New York State as well, and even in that district, uh, basically basically brought out the fact that there was some pretty poor politicking done by the Democratic Committee within New York State during the 2022 election cycle, that these are areas that should have been and could have been won by Democrats. We could have, and if they had won the two or three additional seats that this represented, Maybe four, yeah. New York, New York could have prevented the insanity that is the current uh, majority, uh, the Republican rule within the House and this 118th Congress and the absolutely do-nothing attitude and the second speaker who basically can't get anything done and has always got to go and uh, kiss Donald's ring to figure out what the hell Donald thinks might be the right way to do something on a given day and invariably finds way to cause more defeats in special elections and on and on and on, and we are scaring the hell out of our uh, international partners by their failure to go ahead and pass aid for Ukraine and Israel, for that matter, and their refusal to deal with everything and anything and budget issues and near... I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a disaster, and it is the lowest-performing Congress in recent history, but I, but okay, I digress a bit here. Now, the, this 
order signed by a Nassau County legislator. I forget again, was it the county executive? Was it a local mayor? Was it, I don't know what it was. Said, in essence, it said among other things, that transgender, transgender boys, boys who had undergone transgender surgery, could not compete in women's sports. In other words, the transgender operation was done to basically take on the appearance and, and, and aid them in their psychological, their, their previous psychological adoption, and that knowing that they are internally, psychologically women, and this is something that's been you know, confronted for quite some time. These are not huge numbers of people I don't, if you were to measure, and this would be primarily in high school sports, I understand. So um, it could be college or no, no, that's right. He made it a, an arena based or a facility based ruling so that anyone competing, and I guess that would cover high school, college, whoever would use facilities within the area that he has control over could not, if they were competing in a woman's sport, be a transgender male. I, I, I don't know how, I, I don't know what kind of, you know, uh, uh, a certification one must present to prove this sort of thing. I don't know, I don't know what would be demanded. I have no idea. Uh, some, I don't know. But in any event, this was done to great fanfare, and they had little kids standing around him as he signed it. And it was, it winds up, it was the first time in this country that someone had signed legislation like that. And, and if you heard this guy giving comments after the legislation... It, it sounded perfectly reasonable. We don't think there should be an unfair advantage granted to any athlete in athletic competition. No one should go into the competition with an unfair advantage. Yay, says the crowd around this politician issuing this executive order. Now we are absolutely free of the scourge of transgender athletes in whatever portion or all of Nash Nassau County in Long Island this affects. And, 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 I, and I, I know, my, my, my gut reaction to this, and I know, and, and, and David Bach will be on the show in a little bit, uh, has talked about this before. There is you can count on not too many people's total hands. The total number of transgender athletes in both directions operating or attempting to compete or competing, I, I, I gather mostly they're still permitted to compete in the United States and in the world and the numbers are, are, are similar. Think of what it takes to go through what it must take for a kid to go through this type of surgery and then to basically begin the process of competing in a different sphere. Now, it's rough. It's got to be very rough. Just, just the adjustment, just the... Um, just the social adjustment, just having peers 
finally realize uh, that you have changed. Maybe, maybe your family moves to another area so you could sort of start off fresh. Maybe no one would know for a while at least. But, but there just can't be, and, I, and by the way, I, I, I was trying to get statistics on this before the show. Uh, I would have had to have waded through a lot of, of, of information, and I quite honestly didn't have the time to do it before the show. I'll do this after the show. But my gut tells me, and, and, and you, you may tell me otherwise, someone may tell me otherwise, that, there, oh, there's, there's just, you can't believe how many there are out they're not. There can't be. It's, it's just, there's just too many things that a person would have to go through. Being, a bi- being born a biological male, being internally knowing, psychologically, in every other way, knowing you are a female, going through that transition, and then deciding to basically operate in the realm, in the very public realm of sports on the female side of the equation. So, so there, there can't be a lot, but this guy signed the order. And, and, I, and again, speaking of fairness, speaking of not wanting to give anyone an unfair event, all that sounds perfectly reasonable. But then you take another step in this. Where would there be an unfair advantage? In, 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 in matters of pure strength, in other words, if, if weightlifting maybe, okay, I can understand, okay, yeah, maybe there's going to be a bit of a, of a weight difference here, but, but if it's a man becoming a woman then you're going to have to lose weight and you're going to lose muscle mass and you're going to have to find a way to compensate for that when you go into a competition. Now, now I, I, I'm not a doctor, but that would make sense. So I, I'm trying to think of where it would, it, the, the, the disadvantage would be. If it's, if it's baseball, it, a man becoming a woman, you would still have to have skills. And transgender changes are not going to, I don't know, add or, 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 or just subtract skills. But if, any, if anything, they're going to disrupt, disrupt the skills that might have been present for that person in their birth gender. Okay, if, if you know what I'm saying here. You're going to have to learn a whole new set of skills. And, and it's just going to be tough making a transgender transition. Uh, just th- This is my, my, I think it's common sense saying this. You, you just don't make that transition as a, as a genetically born female, go through transgender surgery, become a female, as a male, begin, I'm sorry, begin as a female, become a male, change your weight, change your body, change your musculature. Somehow you're going to have to reacclimate or change your skills because your body will have changed that much. And how many people are actually going through this? 
And, and so where is the true advantage? Um, I, I imagine arguments can be made and are being made. But the, the frequency of this then becomes the next thing. It's just like unimaginable that there could be any kind of a significant population, enough to merit national attention and national uh, you know, focus on anything. But, but here we have a, a legislator or whoever this guy was in Nassau County in, in New York, in, in Long Island, you know, east of, east of New York. I'll say Long Island, if you like. Uh, and he has made what I'm sure will be national news with this. And I can't, and, I, and I'm sure that there will be copycat attempts at this at any moment. Well, I mean, what the hell? We've, we, we just had the Alabama uh, Supreme Court declare that, that frozen embryos are real people and they, for all intents and purposes, shut down the entire in vitro fertilization uh, process in the state of Alabama because people are wondering, well, well wait a minute, they're people and, and wait a minute, and if, I, and if I go for IVF and something goes wrong, have I murdered a child? Well, I, what, what, what? It, it, it's insanity, but, but it's copy, it's stupid stuff. It, it's a stupid law. And, and what this guy from Nassau County did, you can call it arrogance in light of an election loss. I think that has a lot to do with it. Sort of you're recalling the spotlight on Republican values? I, uh, why? why? We've known of transgender people for quite some time. They are a small, small, infinitesimally small minority, but they are red meat for the MAGA base. They've been turned into a political football. There should never have to be any kind of legislation out there. These things should be dealt with in a sensitive way, in a one-on-one -on -one way. And, 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 they should be, and they should be decided reasonably. If someone, if it can be shown, and I'm not sure what the process would be, but if it can be shown that someone who is transgender has, in fact, and, and by some scientifically appropriate measure, has a truly, and there have to be some, some statement of, of just how much of an advantage this is, because every athlete, if they train well, has an advantage over every other athlete, and given the fact that they have some natural talent to go with it. So what would be, what would be the parameters, what would be the metric that would say that a person who happened to have been a different gender at the beginning of their life how could we truly, fairly measure the, the unfair advantage that that person would have? I, I hear nothing about this. I hear nothing but gross, overstated statements about the fact that if you were a woman who or if you were a, a man who became a woman and are competing in, it's usually been high school sports, might be college also, but probably high school. Well, you automatically have an unfair advantage. That just doesn't make any logical sense. There are too many other barriers 
Common sense. You don't have to be a doctor. You don't have to be a sports therapist or anything else. There's too many other factors involved there to just make a blanket statement like that. But that, in essence, is the, is the effect or, in effect, what was said by this Nassau County legislator in passing this legislation with little kids standing behind him and, and, and holding up signs saying fairness in sports or something or no one, I don't think anyone had a sign saying we hate transgenders or gee, this is red meat, vote for Donald. I mean, that's what this is about, but I didn't see any signs to that effect. But I guarantee you there will be copycats type legislation uh, coming as a result of this. And, and, and that's, that's absolutely a shame. Now, put all of that that we've just discussed to one side. And, and here's something else to consider. Uh, there is a 17-year-old uh, student, female student, in, uh, where is she? She goes to... Uh, Oceanside High School in Maine. I don't know where this is. It's somewhere in Maine. She's 17 years old, and she just won the 113-pound class. I think I don't know how they describe it. I don't know, you know, what their classes are, what their what their ratings are, how their sports are set up. But it was the 113-pound weight class wrestling championship. Yeah, she won the Women's Wrestling Championship. Oh, and by the way, she also won the men's 113-pound wrestling championship in, the, in that weight division. Both the women, she competed in both the women's and the men's division. Now, there was no mention in the article I read about her, and I assume, therefore, because it would have been political, Maine is not what you call a, uh, it's not a lib state. Susan Collins, who I don't think is, you know, she's sort of out of the picture at this point, but was always a sort of a, a, rational, uh, a rational Republican senator. They've had some wacky governors up there. Uh, very, very, very far right, very far, very far off the, off the fringe, off the, past the fringe, off the edge. So I, I, I don't think that if she had been a transsexual or transgender athlete, that this would not have gotten out. 17-year-old girl competing, beating boys in wrestling. Oh, by the way, her dad's the head of the wrestling team. He's the coach of the wrestling team. The guy is massively built. But this is a, let's assume, let's, let's just assume, a non-transgender girl crossing the line to compete in boys' athletics. Now, she, she ha apparently, I, I'm sure, uh, there, there would be a lot of uh, caution uh, if she were taking steroids or, 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 or uh, she, if, if there were any drug-related, uh, performance-enhancing related drugs that were somehow built into her training regimen. You would have heard about this. You would have heard jumping up and down and screaming. But nothing, nothing is out there. She's beating boys. A girl is beating boys. 
She is born a girl. She has stayed a girl. She gained some extra weight. She had to gain a few pounds, according to the story, to get up to the 113-pound weight class. So this is not some, some massive woman. But she has skills, clearly has skills. Clearly her dad, being the coach, has given her all the encouragement in the world. She beats all the girls. She beats all the boys. Does she have an unfair advantage going into a boy's arena, being of a different sex at birth than, than the people who she's competing against. Does she go in with an unfair advantage? She, well, she's beaten all the girls, and she's beating the hell out of all the boys. If, if this was down on Long Island... Would someone, you know, where this guy has just signed his rule, would someone go out of their way to say that, well, she must be taking some kind of drugs. There must be something. There's no way a girl could go in and beat boys in one of the most physical, physical of all sports, wrestling. But she is, and she has. And, 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 if, and if suddenly our Long Island executive uh, legislator, whatever he is, had to deal with that, if someone's, by the, sir, excuse me, by the way, there's this girl who's kicking ass of boy wrestlers. And we, we don't think she's transgender, but we think that she may have an unfair advantage because she's just better than a whole bunch of boys at doing what she's doing. Would you include her in your ban? Silence for a moment. And well, um, provided, uh, provided you, you know, there, there, were, there was no evidence or of any, any kind of advantage being given. I mean, you, you have to understand that transgender uh, advantage was only one of the things that I mentioned in my legislation. So you'd have to be very careful to verify that she had no other, but there would be, and he would make a mistake at this point our Republican legislator. And he would say, if, but one would have to assume that a girl who could beat boys at wrestling, ding, 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 go the bells in anyone who has half a brain's head. Now, and I, he hasn't done this. But I am certain that that's happening in his brain and it's happening in the brains of a bunch of people who were listening to him and perhaps applauding, applauding this legislation. Ding, 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 ding. Well, if a girl does better than a boy in a boy's sport, well, obviously something must be going on. Mustn't it? Yeah. The girl is training harder has natural ability, may, by virtue of just how she is set up genetically, even as a female, perhaps she is weighed towards testosterone levels that give her the musculature and the strength to compete in something that physical. Now, you can find, I'm sure, you, if, if, if we examine this young girl, this, this, her name is... Uh, Maddie Ripley, there's her name. Her name is published there. This, I'm not outing anyone or anything. It's her name. And she won. And she's proud of it. And her dad's proud of it. I'm sure that there is someone somewhere 
some, some physician who was willing to be paid enough by our local Long Island legislator, executive, whoever it was, to go and somehow ma and make a demand and, 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 and put pressure on, uh, on Oceanside High School or whatever you have to put pressure on up in Maine to get Matt, Maddie, to get dear little Maddie Ripley, 17-year-old Maddie Ripley, who had to gain six pounds, <coughs> excuse me, to get into the 113-pound weight class, to get her, to absolutely force her to undergo all sorts of physiological tests. Is, isn't that what it's about in the end? Why women just can't possibly be better than men at sports, any sport. It, it just, it just, okay, yeah, we have the, you know, the WPGA, we have the women's golf thing, we got the women's WNBA, yeah, okay, um, and, when God know, and God knows what's there. Jeez, would that mean that if the WNBA showed up uh, and tried to play a game in this guy's town, I don't, I don't, I don't, even, I don't even want to begin to open that can of worms. No one is saying shut down the WNBA because women are gay, perhaps there are, whatever, whatever their physical type might be, whatever, whatever, whatever additional testosterone or however their physiology might be, whatever their psychology might be. No one is saying that. But it's, see, because it's a bunch of girls. Well, what if you find out that someone in the WNBA is, was male by birth and transitioned to female. Do you think that's a possibility? Well, that means that team couldn't play. Do you remember a woman who was kept in jail in Russia for a while? She's a star of the NBA. I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna get into the story again. She was kept in Russia because foolishly she had, uh, she had some marijuana on her, and the Russians were just looking for something. This was all happening as Ukraine, they were, they were looking for something to, to bash America with, you know, we were supplying, well, well when, before the irrationality of the current Republican-controlled legislature basically began destroying whatever credibility America has, we were helping, we were helping uh, the Ukrainians, obviously. So they took this, this woman, a a star within the WNBA, I think she's back playing again now, who is a known transgender athlete. Are, are you, Mr. Long Island uh, legislator, executive, whatever you are, are you going to ban her, that team? I forget what team she plays. It's one of the professionals. May that team no longer play in the WNBA? In, in, in the WNBA, or may they no longer play anywhere if you happen to have a professional stadium where they might play or maybe do an exhibition? Are they cut out of the mix? Or do, did, you, did, you, did you cull out professional teams from your executive order? I, I, I just want to check. What is this really about? It's about getting red meat out there to people who are not going to be listening to this show. I, I promise you that. And if they are, they will have turned it off so early 
because the moment that anything that might interrupt a simple blanket statement to the effect that if you were born a woman and now you're a man, there's something wrong. And wrong covers any participation you might have in any kind of sports at, on a scholastic high school or, 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 or collegiate level, at least where I am, where men are men and women are women and that's just the reality. That, but that's not the reality. It is not a glib, knee-jerk sort of a thing. And, and the, the alleged problem that it's dealing with is so small, but yet so wonderful. Why? Because it is simply red meat. With red meat, you keep pouring more blood on it. You keep making it bigger and bigger. You try to make it grow. You try to make it like it's, it's a, it, it, gets, it gets grouped into all things MAGA and Trumpian that are threats, that are absolute life-threatening life situations and events. It falls into that huge dung heap of grievance that Donald lives in and is, has encouraged the Republican Party, at least the people who are make, calling the shots within the Republican Party, to join him in. We live in dung. We are shitheads. We are basically ugly, stupid people. We are brainless. We go with Donald. We are angry. We are afraid. We are absolutely, we, we will never, they'll never do it to us again. That's the real message underlying this. That's where I, I see this, if I, if I could continue this line of thought long enough, and I'm, I'm not sure that I could, but it's, it's, a, it's a fairly easy transition. They are taking something from us. Anytime you see any of these half-baked, red meat, gutsy, MAGA-oriented type stupidity things, like what this jerk just did in Long Island, just to get publicity, and I, I, I see it again as, well, we've got to do something in order to strike back after Tom Swasey uh, took the seat from us, even, even though it was George Santos who was out of his effing mind, uh, a, a complete lunatic, unvetted, no one figured out, and even if they did vet him, it was okay, because, well, he'll vote with us. Who the hell cares? And he really could be very charming. <clears throat> so, so, goodbye, George Santos. He was too much of a problem then. Alabama, uh, you know, frozen embryos are people. I mean, what the hell? Come on, man. My own, if, if a woman goes and, and, and freezes her own embryos, and now it later on finally says, okay, maybe I, I, think I, I think it's time for me to try this now. I froze my embryos. I removed them. I basically did not want to get pregnant at this point. I was still in, you know, sexually active. Now, at this stage, I'd like to take a shot. Things have changed in my life, our life, whoever it is. And I want to take my own frozen embryos, unfreeze them, put them in, and accident, or somehow, the embryo doesn't survive the in vitro fertilization. But, well, according to the Alabama Supreme Court, the geniuses over there, these idiots, nothing but red meat bullshit that, 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 they're, that, they're, that they're dishing out to make people in Alabama happy, they think, they think this is what's working for, for the Trumpian bay. Boy, Donald must be really happy with this. By the way, Trump has not even commented yet on the Alabama, uh, the, the, the uh, illegality 
process, well, or the or the hyperlegality process of making uh, frozen embryos people. The implications are so insane. A woman's own eggs, which were frozen, this is a standard, this has been going on for decades, nothing's new, embryos can sustain it, they are in nitrogen, uh, in, 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 uh, in frozen nitrogen, they are kept at some ridiculously low, they can be revived, they can be brought, brought back out of, out of stasis, and, and, it, and, and invariably, I, from what I understand, during an inverter, in, in vitro fertile, you know, in vitro fertilization, it's not the case. I'm not, I'm not, by God, I'm not an MD, and I'm certainly not a gynecologist. But it's usually, from what I've heard, and I know people have gone through this, it is rarely the case. At least, with, you know, I'm going with anecdotal information. It's rarely the case that the first attempt at implantation works. That's why you usually, when women do this, they have a bunch of eggs. Or, or anyone who's undergoing in vitro fertilization that is not the source of the eggs they're using. It is it an autologous, you know, an autologous uh, process. They're getting someone else's eggs, however this worked out. Well, it's rare that the first egg works. And it's a process. It's a time-consuming process. But if you have a law, as you now have in Alabama that says that frozen embryos are people, children, living, absolutely living children, then if you undergo in vitro fertilization and that child doesn't survive the process, you've killed a child. You are part and parcel of the murder of a child, a process that is designed to create human life, a process that is designed where people actually are going out of their way to create a human life, to create a, 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 a viable fetus, where they want to have a baby. It's the opposite of all the insanity. No, now we in our wisdom in Alabama have found a way to make the best intentions and the most tested methodologies in the world for getting pregnant. You can be accused of murder of the child that you never were able to have and wanted to, even using the best possible Me mechanisms, methodologies. The you've you've seen it on TV. You've seen it on science shows. You've seen you've seen a a very fine tipped needle syringe piercing uh, piercing an ovary and and and, and depositing an egg. Uh, in a, you've seen it, and this is the attempt to basically create life, and they've turned it into a crime if it doesn't go perfectly. Now, who would be Who would be criminally? I, I don't know. Any, 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 any law that insanely dumb and and just red meatish and wackaberry and having no scientific validity whatsoever. Any law that's stupid, that insanely grossly dumb. I'm sure has not gotten terribly thoughtful about the basis for even claiming criminal uh, responsibility. But I, it's, it's got to be somewhere within the doctor, uh, maybe in the, maybe people who collect eggs now will be responsible, maybe uh, sper uh, uh, egg banks will be responsible, criminally responsible, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe sperm don't, oh, a, a sperm donor, 
who basically his, his sperm is being used with this egg. Maybe it was his sperm that didn't match up with the egg. Did his sperm kill the egg? Let's, let's, let's outlaw sperm banks also while we're at it now. Let, let's do everything we can to make the red meat just juicier and gushier and yeah we'll never let them do this to us again we will never be put in and and as you're yelling and screaming and jumping up and down maybe if you can calm down long enough you'll realize that what this all comes back to is grievance and anger over things that, well, maybe there were a few valid things early on, but I just need more things to be angry at. I need to tear down more things. I need to deconstruct. Those weren't protections for women. Those were basically, uh, they were subjecting women to, to the worst possible kind of, uh, come on, wake the hell up, people. Wake up! When Vietnam was happening, when I was a kid, we were all aware of the war. We were, especially if you were in col of college age and of draft age, you were against it for the obvious reason that you didn't want to go there. It was nuts, especially if you could think through, and, and ultimately what our point was, was perfectly proven. And a, weirdly enough, a Quaker uh, who happened to be the Republican president at the time, Richard Nixon, ultimately, after doing the worst things possible, bombing Cambodia and everything else and all this other crap, uh, he still then was negotiating and brokering and, and ultimately came to the Paris Accords that ended the Vietnam War. Uh, you, but you have the image of the, yes, the accords were signed, but then the North Vietnamese troops were rushing in, uh, U.S. people and people from embassies who were with the troops being helicopter lifted, you know, uh, off of the top of roofs, winding up on, on, uh, uh, on, on, on ships out in the harbor, uh, too many helicopters coming in, they had no place to store them, helicopters being pushed overboard to make room for more refugees, essentially fleeing the hell out. But, but we knew that this was nuts, and we watched it transition. But even with that nuttiness and the obvious Democrat-Republican divide in this, but you got to remember, it was Lyndon Johnson who was pushing this war as a Democratic president. There was never the sense that it was a completely irrational thing that a bunch of Looney Tunes were doing for the sake of attracting the ire of others just so they could then take down all of the institutions of the country. It wasn't that nuts. I, I don't know. Yes, it was a nutty time. It was a paranoid time. But, but the country and, and the, 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 re, the removal of the structures of government that we depend on, the removal of the judicial system, the, the claim that there is a deep state that is running everything, therefore we have to get, get rid of the FBI, the CIA, get rid of those people. Uh, we have to get rid of all democratic judges. We have to basically stop uh, media that does not agree. The, the notion that... that Everything that wasn't exactly as paranoid and as grievance-based as you had to literally be 
eliminated and that no processes of law really were valid unless they were promoting the grievance or getting rid of the things that caused the grievance and that elections were no longer sacred and that, and that, you, and that criminals would make perfect presidents. We, we weren't anywhere near that far, that, that close to the edge, and I would argue at this point, over the edge. The Republican Party has been co-opted by a bunch of crooks, or, or at least, you know, uh, anarchists. I, 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 what, what do you call them? I, I don't know. Terrorists. Every, every, every low life you can imagine is in there, and it seems to be. Donald has said, I welcome anyone who will support me. I don't give a shit about the country. I don't give a damn where it goes. That's not how it was then. We were not that we were not on the verge of ending the, some people may have said so. We, you don't believe we're on the eve of destruction. Okay, yes, but I can speak for myself and the people I knew at that time. As, as, as powerful as the sentiments were, they were not, they were not, it didn't include the notion that the United States could cease to exist as a democratic structure. It was, we have to get rid of the politicians that are there. This is the first time in my life that I have lived, that I'm living through the possibility, the clear possibility, that, the, that whether Donald, and I don't know if the Donald gives a damn one way or the other, but that we could, at a minimum, accidentally end democracy in this country if the idiots who are currently in charge, the wackos that are in charge of the Republican Party, actually have their way. Because every extreme notion, including destruction of our entire democratic process, ending all international alliances, except if there's some kind of a business deal for Donald, destroying NATO, this is nuts. And, I, and, I, and in my guts, I still can't understand how anyone can go along with it. But you see, grievance can really, really, really blind you. Blind rage, blind anger, Blind fear, that's what I'm seeing now. And somehow I see it, not somehow, I see it, replicated with smiling children in the background, little kids holding up, let's have fair sports, as some wacko berry in Long Island in order to get even for basically George Santos, his seat not being replaced with him by, by, by a Republican, to just keep Keep an eye on, keep, keep looking at us. We're not gone yet, the Republican Party. We can, we can add to the destruction as well. We can do something utterly, totally selfish, meaning, meaningless, but grievance-based and keep the anger and the fear going. That's what we're up against right now. That's what's going on. And we cannot take our eye at, oh, literally, the future of this country is at stake. This November's election, which will be when it's lost by Trump, it will be challenged and yelling and screaming, but it will also mean that the criminal, that, that the criminal trials will go on. He will be ultimately silenced somehow. Maybe he might, be, he might be pardoned, but as a condition of pardon, has to go away, cannot say a word, otherwise he winds up in jail. There's all sorts of ways to do this. 
I know Biden has even been fielding these things. Biden lately, by the way, you got to keep an eye on him. He's really beginning to rip into the Republicans and Trump at the most at the most basic level of what they are doing to the country and the democracy and blaming them flat out. This is the real beginning. You're seeing the real beginnings of the Biden campaign. Do not discount, oh, he's too Don't listen to the news stories. They have to make money every day. Watch what's happening. Believe your eyes and ears, but not necessarily what the commentators are saying, and certainly not on the MAGA side. They don't have anything they can say. They're not allowed. What we are allowed to do is to have David Bach here, because it's a Friday. It is the, yeah, it still is, still, still the 23rd of February, and uh, we're going to have David do his, his wonderful Friday thing. You know what it is. Great thoughts, great ideas, a little banter back and forth between he and I. We're not always, by any means, on the exact same page, but we talk about things. And David makes it all very clear. And he does it every Friday. After uh, a little jazz.
This is Richard Gazer. You know, it takes lots of time and effort and all kinds of resources to produce the kind of quality program we produce here at Center Left Radio. And it costs money to do it. Now, if we screamed a little louder or thought a little less about what we were saying, we could probably get a few advertisers to pay us to sell their products to a more tribally predictable audience. But that's not who we are or who you are. You come to Center Left Radio for non-commercial, thoughtful commentary. You're looking for an honest, progressive approach to solving America's problems, not exacerbating them. And we're committed to providing all of that. We're one of the few stations offering full-time, non-commercial, progressive programming. And we're the only station, the only one, doing it with a combination of hope, politics, and that most eloquent of all original American art forms, jazz. Center Left Radio has been here for more than seven consecutive years and more than 800 individual episodes. 800. Think of that. We support your needs. Now we're asking you to support ours. Take a moment and go to our website, www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com, and go to the donate page. And when you get there, give whatever you can. On a one-time or maybe a recurring basis, $5, $10, $1,000, whatever you can contribute to make Center Left Radio's unique progressive voice stronger and even more significant as the full extent of the wrongdoing of Donald Trump and his associates becomes all the more evident. And as we enter this final consequences stage of the Trump saga. Yeah, you know what's at stake. And I know, we all know, we can count on you. On behalf of all of us at Central F Radio, thank you. You're listening to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz, and you're listening to us on the web at www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com. Pause. David, what's on your mind? Well, there's a lot. And if you want to follow me more, you can find me on Twitter at Cases Ideas. Um, look, the, the, the bigger stories um, need to be covered. So, very quickly, let's just talk about the um, uh, the the Supreme Court ruling in Alabama. Uh, I think it was. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. That IVF that uh, embryos are children, which laughable, like just on its face, hysterically ruling. Um, like the uh, the idea that they're children is just like first off, you can't put a baby in a freezer. You could put an embryo in a freezer. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, you yeah. there is no there is no sane person where if you had where if you held an embryo over one side of a cliff and a baby over the other and said pick one that lived, anybody in their right mind picks an embryo. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, right. but don't don't ask me to choose. Say say uh, certainly the members of the Alabama Supreme Court. Well, Maybe even Tommy Tuberville. He's getting kind of frightened about this. Well, that's because he thought it was uh, IDs. Um, that's what he was talking about. He oh he, he oh, so he doesn't so t- as always Tumber, Tuberville doesn't really know what he's talking about. Okay, all right. Yeah, because he he is probably the dumbest person in the Senate. Um, yeah, yeah. The it is worth like 
first off, it, it is just beside being an asinine ruling. They just destroyed IVF in in that state. Like they can't do anything because there's like forty different I like questions that need to be worked out legally now about IVF, and these places are like, yeah, well, we can't deal with that. So I imagine somebody is going to have to sue something because. You know, there probably were people in the middle of doing IVF procedures, right? That right, spent right, right. A bunch of money, and then now they're just shit out of luck. Yeah, and well, if no, and and if the egg, if the egg is destroyed during uh, in vitro fertilization, which is typical. I mean, there's always several eggs that are usually destroyed before you fi- finally get a successful implantation. Are you going to be arrested for murder? And and if the eggs go out of state, and if it comes in from other states, and and and, and will a sperm donor whose sperm might be used to do an imp- before the implantation, will that person now be subject to be complicit in the murder of the of the egg that didn't implant? I mean, this is what's going to happen, and I think it's happened already. There is a cha- legal challenge, and I hope, I hope. This law is stayed. the the imp, the application of the law, which was supposed to be immediate by the court, but it will now be stayed while I don't know somebody somebody takes their meds while some you know while the court takes their meds and maybe somehow tries to make this go away and uh, I, I don't know what they do but 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 they they've got to stay it. You can't do this. You just you can't do this. This this is too nuts. But that's that's what the Republican Party is about right now. No, no, really, that needs to be, like, directly to explain to the American people, like, just because this this is goofy doesn't mean that this, like, the Heritage Foundation, who is helping to, like, plan the 2025 project and yeah. going to help, they'll basically, like, yeah, we want to end recreational sex. <laughs> like, we're coming after birth control. We're coming after um, IEDs. They're coming after, they're not coming after condoms. They just want to control women. We're ang- um, we're angry at everyone and everything, and we want Jesus back in everyone's life. And this isn't this what Jesus would have done? He would have killed everybody. He would have he would have stopped. We he would have he would have thrown us back into the 12th century. That's exact. It's nuts. I I I tell you, it's nuts. And again, this is this is kind of a similar thing to um, the uh, immigration. It's easy to point out that. They're hypocrites. They don't have a plan. They're using this to fearmonger. Yeah. Having a plan to like having laying out a, an alternative is way better. Like, they just explain the difference, and the difference can't be like a right wing solution like the immigration one is. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. Um, you have to you know explain. Okay, we're going to be able to protect this, this, and this because um it and this needs to start being done. They need to run in twenty twenty four. Or 2026 on protecting gay marriage because they're coming after Augustville. Yeah. Um, yeah. They and Roberts recently said that they're coming after it again. Um, so if you don't think that they're going to like that, needs to be something. There needs to be a uh, a law passed that says that. Um, and speaking of laws, I want to talk about the student debt relief because um, they're currently arguing that what Biden is doing is illegal. There was um, a, yeah, the the one point whatever billion dollar thing that yeah. that's so yeah. for the people who are like oh you know we can't buy it didn't do anything for anybody. Four million people have had their uh, student debt uh, forgiven. Yeah, four million people. Yeah. Um. So two of the things that he's doing because this is this is part of the program is there's there there were debt relief programs on the books they just weren't being utilized because apparently every previous president hates veterans um there is a program that if you do 10 years of public service 
you can get your um, student debt relief That's uh, right. canceled. Yeah. That wasn't being utilized. The other one was is if you were uh, below a certain income threshold and you were paying for 20 years, you could also get your um, your loans forgiven. Yeah. That also wasn't being utilized. So that's what he part of what he's doing is those two programs. These are not like, oh, he's going around the Supreme Court. He's purposely mocking people because he's saying it's – no, he's using literally on the book stuff to – to help people, which is good. It's a thing he should be doing. Um, another thing he should be doing is stop le- stop having people leak that he's calling BB an asshole. Like, um, it, because it's feckless. It makes him look feckless. Um, to keep saying, yeah, you know, he's a dickhead or whatever he's calling him and saying, you know, they're going too far. And then vetoing all the, uh, um, the ceasefire resolutions, right, just right. giving him anything he wants <clears throat> is... Yeah, he, you know, your actions need to speak louder than your supposed words. Like, do something different or stop saying that uh, or stop talking about it because you you need to change how the, the perception is and that just saying words is not it. And in the idea that, like, oh, you're, you're sanctioning some sellers, they've already killed two Americans in, in the West Bank. Um, like, they're either sanctioning all of them or, or you just be more forceful because this isn't, like... This is going to lose him Michigan if he doesn't change course. Um, yeah. It, uh, and the, the, like that's that's like the contrast between him and Trump should be enough just on its face. You, this is like the biggest black because he's done such a good job in a lot of different areas. Yep. This is just a, an asinine thing to throw your your presidency away for for a guy who. We'll throw you under the bus anyway. The, the, the more I think about this, the more I think what's going on here with Biden and with even a lot of Arab leaders around the world is that, yeah, we all have to position ourselves. We all have to take sides. We all have to be this or that. But we're not going to we none of us really want to stop what Bibi's doing, because, you know, if he could actually, actually defang Hamas once and for all do the ugly, dirty work that we never would be able to do ourselves. Well, let him do it. I mean, think of we we the Arabs of the world don't want Hamas any more than the Jews or anyone else want it. We obviously can make our moral statements one way or the other, but quietly, quietly. Let BB get this done, and let him get it done quick, so that we can say, "Well, that's it. We could we could only tolerate this just so much." Lord. Does that make any sense to you? Um, only if you don't read any of the reporting that both the Israeli military, the American military, and most of the militaries agree that this is not going to be a successful campaign, and that is not a reason. All right. Okay. No. No. Um, I, I. And I, then you okay, also no, ignore. I, okay. 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 I, I wanted to hear that. I wanted to hear that. Go on. And then you also ignore the statements from the uh, from Bibi, from his governors, from the fact that the uh, the entire um, Knesset is against the establishment of a Palestinian state. Um, yeah. Basically, if you just have kept your head in the sands and ignored all the the reporting since uh, October seventh, then yeah, you can believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I was throwing it out there, David. And and, uh, what you're saying makes perfect sense. What? So in other words, (coughs) there is no military solution. Certainly there's no solution that can actually end the Hamas situation or end it in a way that there is no longer any any 
real hostility uh, against Israel in the area, certainly the way they're going about it right now. It's just not going to work. That's, that is Bombing the generally accepted on wisdom. civilians has not ended terrorism. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. generally makes it worse. Okay, um, just just wanted I just wanted to throw it out there and see uh, and see your reaction and I it's what I imagined it would be and and it's and I and I I, I would tend to agree with it. I would tend okay. to. Okay, and then the other thing is the uh, the the probably the biggest political bombshell in a while. Um, you're not going to believe this, but uh, the impeachment is completely full of shit. Yeah, of so, course. Yeah, yeah. Not, oh, jeez. Jeez. No, oh, wait, 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 no, wait, wait, no, no, wait, wait, wait. I just, I, I just, I just. My heart skipped a beat. I felt, I felt rather, I felt this nauseated sense that can't be true. I mean, who would, who would begin an impeachment against, against the president of the United States based on a total lack of evidence? Is that humanly possible? Well, let, let's be clear about something. So, one, uh, Tony Bobulinski uh, testified, and he was um, just completely uncredible. Uh, Jim Biden testified as well. Um, the president's brother. I don't brother, think yeah. that transcript's been uh, released yet, but his statement's basically been like, yeah, I had nothing to do with Joe in any of my uh, um, business dealings. And that seems to be pretty much uh, consistent with what's come out. So we have now seen four separate testimonies, three or four, uh, Devin Archer, uh, Bob Alinsky, um, Jim Biden, and I think there's one other. Every single one of them has said the exact opposite of what the Republicans said. Right. And now we are on our second criminal indictment of a supposed source of the um, of their leakers. What's we his name? The, Smirnoff. Smirnoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The first one was uh, the the guy who was in Egypt, the uh, Galoff, um, was indicted, and now there's Smirnoff. Now the Smirnoff one needs to be a much larger issue because it's not just oh this guy lied. It's a ten twenty three. That was pushed for because Bill Barr got yelled at by Donald Trump. So he created a secret back channel that Rudy Giuliani could spread purposely uh, tainted evidence because, like, they knew it was tainted to prosecutors in order to smear and set up um, a Hunter Biden. Like, for, this is this is exactly what happened. David, like, for people uh, who don't know, a 1023 is a form, it's a standard form used within the FBI that basically will lay out the reasons why an individual is or isn't a proper object of further investigation. And this particular 1023, if I think, I think this is how this went down, was, was basically lied. The, 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 20, the 1023 carried inaccurate information. Was that the story on this one? Yes, the the guy was lying on it. He was lying yeah, about yeah. times, about his uh, contacts, about what he saw with the Bidens, um, uh, and he was lying through like. And it is worth mentioning that the guy who's charging him, David Weiss, should not be in charge of this investigation because David Weiss is implicated in this yeah. because David Weiss has said that he vetted this information two years ago. Scott ba uh, um, uh Bradley also said that he's a congressman. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Bill, this needs to be invested. This is not like a, like a fuck around, um, like uh, the Durham investigation. This needs to be investigated because it appears, like I said, that the former president told his AG and his AG set up a back channel to get foreign information that is tainted. So it needs to be investigated about whether Chuck Grassley, about whether James Comer, about whether uh, Jim Jordan, 
knew that the information that they were getting was false and Russian Russian information because this either they either got doped by it or they knew it was false and and, and uh, foreign intel that wasn't accurate and they just went along with it. Uh, so this needs to be and it needs to be investigated by. Let's be clear: whoever's looking into this cannot be some Republican stooge. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and Ken Buck needs to be interviewed for this too, because Ken Buck said, "Yeah, we were told this is not this is not information that is um, uh, reliable at so all." So they, they, they knew that they knew that at the time. They knew that at the time. Right. Wow. <laughs> My goodness. And the point, and the, this blows it up because this is what they were basing the core of the impeachment on. So when they talked to Jim Jordan, and he's like, "Oh yeah, Hunter Biden." Sat on the board. Hunter Biden made money when he wasn't qualified. Yeah, that's chips, just nepotism. That's not Hunter Biden. That's not Joe Biden doing anything impeachable. And then he was like, "Well, then," um, the Burisma asked uh, Hunter Biden to get the the prosecutor fired. Then Joe said, "I'm going to fire him." But the reason they would get, and this is just like years old and very well documented. The reason they were firing him is because he wasn't looking into Burisma. Like, it's just, there are no facts that are accurate. Like, everything, every single thing they basically said has been a lie. They cannot tie anything anywhere. Um, it's just a clown show. And at this point, um, I think it's time to start taking a pound of flesh. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I think so, too. I mean, they've, they've already... And, and I mean this in two yeah. ways. Both... Garland needs to open up an investigation into this um, with, like, a serious Democratic pro- pro- uh, prosecutor, and mostly so we don't get hurt again, because even Trey Gowdy's like, yeah, he should not have done this. Like, that's not right. Um, well, and, and, two, and, and, then, and, then, and then they've now their second vote, they finally they have impeached the Secretary of the Interior. My, I mean, this is this is insanity. They're, they're, these well, people, yeah, it, that's irrelevant. That was just for the well. For the it's base, relevant it's, in it, so far as this is what they think of the impeachment process. It's meaningless. Right. They, it's a political tool. That's right. all it is. Like if if they thought this was so bad and they he actually broke some laws, which they can't even tell you, um, then it would have done happened the first time, and they would have done it by more than one vote. Right. Especially when there were lawmakers who couldn't make it because of the storms. Um, the the other way is. They have to pass the CR, um, like the first week of, of March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back to that Honestly, again. It's time to play hardball because they cannot pass this without uh, Democrats. That's right. It's time to start taking uh, taking some names from this. Either throw the uh, the Ukraine funding in it, um, uh, and the impeachment. Just it's time to start, you know, strong arming these people because it's irrelevant that. You cannot negotiate with them in good faith. Um, there, there just is no negotiating with the House in good faith. They repute uh, – maybe just Republicans in general because they, they got everything they wanted on the border deal and they killed it. Um, Johnson can't make up his mind what she wants Joe Biden to do. Um, but, you know, force him to uh, – to, to acquiesce something, he he doesn't. Well, have what, the they'll, what they'll do to, is they'll what they'll do is they'll they'll put a vote in against and they'll get rid of Johnson. That'll be the next thing they'll do. They have to do something. They have to break something. They have to just destroy something. Okay. And well, and and then the, then let's see how. The and there must be a way. I think there's a way. This is going to sound weird, but I think there's a way with no. There's a, there'll be a speaker pro temp that would be in place, and I think that would. I jeez, I. 
there might be a way to bypass the standard uh, the standard pro I, I'm not sure how that would play out. I don't know if it gets worse or better if they decide to get rid of Johnson in the middle of the whole thing. But that's a likely scenario one way or the other. Well, it gets worse because I don't think they can actually do anything until they have a speaker. Well, they have a, the speaker pro temp can do a certain amount of stuff. And yeah, but I don't think it's anything relevant. Not that they're going to do anything well, relevant. Well, well, because well, it uh, is worth remembering yeah. that this is historically the most inept Congress in history. Yep. Um, they yep. passed literally a tenth of the bills that a regular Congress has passed. Um, they cannot do anything. There is no problem in America that they're capable of solving because, one, they don't want to, and two, they're just in over their heels. Like, they have no legislators who know what they're doing. They just cry and whine and go on Fox News. There yep. is no, like, yep. inflation came down. Which bill did they stop? They had a border bill. They didn't stop that. How did they deal with, how are they dealing with rising food prices? Are they they're just screaming about communism um, or people coming to the border instead of, you know, holding the companies responsible for this inflation uh, accountable. Are they going after all the companies that lied about um, uh, how bad theft was in order to make your shopping experiences work? No. Are they going to do anything to try to, you know, protect the fact that, uh, that uh, corporations are basically hollowing out journalism or anything like there is, there's, are they going to do anything about rent control? Are they going to do just name a problem and they'll just, it's just blank stares. They have no bills to pass anything. It is so asinine that how in, incapable of governing these people are. Well, we are uh, – their incompetence, as you said before, Joe Biden has to really, really start emphasizing it and be prepared to take the pound of flesh uh, from them for being as incompetent they are, begin turning this in the direction that it needs to be in order to guarantee his re-election. And I, and I think that can be done. I think there's more than enough time to make that, to, to, turn the, to turn the Titanic slowly away from the iceberg. I think you could do it. I think we have plenty of time to do that, but it must start very, very shortly. And we're watching it day by day. Clearly you are. And that's why you're here to... Uh, Play the games, as it were. Uh, David, where else can people hear you playing those games, by the way? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Faces Ideas now. Okay, that's great, and I hope they do, and I know that I would like to listen along and continue this conversation. We will be continuing this conversation, certainly with David, every Friday, and uh, I thank you for joining us wherever you are listening from. This is the stuff that will make or break America going forward. Uh, we have to get past this. We cannot surrender to the stupidity and the thoughtlessness and the sheer grievance and anger that Donald Trump feels he needs to keep out there with the Republicans in order to continue staying out of jail or, or whatever, whatever he imagines he'll be able to get away with. But we're going to continue to keep track of all this, let you know, and let you know what our thoughts and our... Uh, our opinions are about it. This is a commentary show. And it's also a place where, on a Friday especially, you get to think about all this, sit back, you know, slip off the, I don't know, maybe they're sneakers, maybe they're slippers. I don't know what you'd be slipping off. But do it however you do it, with a little more jazz.
listening to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and thank you once again for being part of today's show. It's time. Joe Biden seems to be biding his time longer than he needs to. All of the ugliness, all of the stupidity, all of the dumb impeachment, all of the talk, all the terrible rules, all the terrible laws, all of the terrible cases in different cases in parts of the country being brought just to feed red meat. This is the easiest targets in the world. And when Joe decides he's going to attack, he attacks beautifully. Let's get at it, Joe.